Beavs drop a tough midweek game but look to bounce back and finish the regular season on a high note. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Beaver Man Beat Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 27 now of the Beaver Man Beat Podcast. End of the regular season is here for the baseball program. We have made it this final weekend, wrapping up with three against Western Carolina, currently ranked 197th in RPI. So you would like to see the Beavs take all three here, and I think they need to to have any semblance fighting chance of hosting a regional. I don't want to put the Dun chain on them just yet, but if you can take these three and then make a really good run in the tournament, possibly even win the thing, then I think that hosting possibility becomes much more realistic chance. Last night's loss to Portland drops the Beavers in RPI to 31st. So although they still have that in the top 10 ranking in D1 baseball's rankings and a couple other 10 to 20s on the other major rankings, uh, I don't think those will quite be enough to get the Beavers to the top 16. So you've got to imagine that this point they're probably heading on the road somewhere um, but with that being said that will lead to a number two seed that nobody's going to be happy to pull um, i think whatever regional that the beavers are sent off to that one seed's going to be a little bit upset with having to welcome the beavers into their home stadium for the regional uh pac 12 standing wise not nothing changed obviously on tuesday no conference games on tuesday just a couple midweek games that not a lot of teams played uh, one that the Beavers are probably wishing they hadn't played, wishing they could have canceled um, just to avoid that slight little dip. I think UP is a much more difficult opponent than Western Carolina. You've also seen UP a handful of times this year, so the pitching's not as unfamiliar. Tends to make things a little bit easier. And not to say that Oregon State didn't have the same advantage. I mean, they still put up eight runs. Um, traditionally, and normally you'd like eight runs to be enough, but... That's kind of what has become the Achilles heel of this staff The later on, later into the year. Just the injuries and, and some of those things starting to wear on the Beaver pitching staff. So that is a main concern heading into postseason play. But with that being said, taking a look at the Pac-12 standings, they've all but locked up the number or a top three spot here, barring a USC sweep that would put USC at 19 and 11 and also a Washington sweep you are looking at Oregon State getting an extra day off there which will be huge but the tough thing with both of those is USC and Washington State excuse me Washington are both playing teams that need to win this weekend to make the tournament themselves both of those teams are jostling for the cutoff position I believe Arizona took that series between the two which is why Arizona is currently in as the nine seed whereas California is currently on the outside looking in as the 10. So these teams are just going to roll over and let Washington or let USC cruise to a, an extra day off here. This is the nice part of Oregon State finishing up its conference play is all bets are, are kind of off for them this weekend. They don't have anything to really go out and prove. Obviously winning this series and sweeping against Western Carolina would help seeding-wise for the NCAA tournament. Uh, they've done what they can do for the Pac-12 tournament, and they've got themselves in pretty good position. Um, it is funny, you look back at the season, and there's a couple series and a couple games that, if they go the other way here, 
the Beavers are looking at one of their best conference years in, in a while. So it, for it, the optics of the season don't, I think, look as good as the, the results actually were. This team's 36-16, and 16, a real good year, definitely two seed in a regional. If they can't clinch a one, I think a couple mountains need to move. I think teams above them need to lose early and often, and I think Oregon State needs to win out, including the Pac-12 tournament, for them to maintain holding on to a conference hosting spot or a regional hosting spot. But yeah, Washington's got to take two out of three. And even if they only take two out of three, uh, that finishes them at 18 and 11, which I believe puts them below the, or that would be just a tick higher. So that's what Washington's got a good hold on the two seed. As long as they can win the series this weekend against Cal, if Cal takes two there, Oregon State will now jump up into the two spot. Uh, USC can't take the two spot from Oregon State, I believe, even if they do sweep there. But I just don't see either team there sweeping. So I think the Beavers should feel pretty good about where they're at heading into the Pac-12 tournament, getting down to... Scottsdale and having that extra day of rest will be a huge kind of thing, especially in a team that pitching, they need all the help they can get right now. They need all the rest. They need all the arms possible. That first game, I think, would come against the lower seed. So if they hold on to the three seed, that would put them with the seven, who is currently UCLA. So not an easy first draw, but with the day off and UCLA having to play the day before, Hopefully those things can kind of help the Beavers a little bit as they look forward into the tournament and progressing on. Also helps a ton if they do get a top three seed. Talked about it a little bit on the last show with Ryan Harlan, but if they can get one of those top three seeds, uh, the way the tiebreakers work, so the way that the Pac-12 tournament work, it's three pools of three. We'll do round-robin play, so each team will play two games there. The 2-0 team, assuming, will move on from each pool, and then the fourth is a wild card, so they'll probably take all of the one-and-one schools that are in there, and then just whoever has the highest seed will go. So if Oregon State can hold that three seed, barring a Stanford or Washington at this point, also going one-and-one and, one and winning one and losing one, it'd be Oregon State getting the nod to move on to the single elimination Final Four, if you will. So I do like the format much easier and much better than last year's. Last year's with the just a standard double elimination tournament. Teams are playing a lot of games, and a lot of games one after the other, after the other, after the other. Uh, Beavers played twice in one day, and then again the next day for the whole Pac-12 championship, and after that marathon of a game. The first game on the day before the, the tournament, the semis against UCLA, and it was 23-21, to 21, I think was the final uh, and then they had to come right back and play another one after that. And then uh, after winning that one that night, play it again the next day against Stanford. It was just a tall task. So I think they, they've made it a little bit easier here. Uh, at most, I believe a team will play four games here, which is exactly what the Pac-12 was looking for when they chose to switch formats and go in this direction. And I, again, like I mentioned earlier in the week's episode, kudos to the Pac-12 because this is kind of a creative way to do it um, instead of having eight teams and doing two pools of four because then you've got every team playing five games so they found a way to increase the amount of teams they get to play and also decreasing the amount of games that each team would have to play in if they win the whole tournament 
knowing that if you win the tournament, you're going on to the NCAAs. Not going to do too much of a deep look at this weekend's series against Western Carolina. Uh, I think it should be one that the Beavers can come away with pretty easily. They'll start tonight. Um, I'll release this episode Thursday morning. It's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday series. Um, not like your traditional Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, so maybe this will put an answer to all of the questions of whether Trent Sellers is a Friday night guy. Maybe he's just a Thursday night guy. Who knows? Who knows? Um, it's yet to be seen out there. I guess it has been seen. There was one Thursday night game uh, earlier in the year. I don't have his exact stats from that Thursday night game pulled up. But uh, this is one that the Beavers are hopefully looking to, like I said, really easy, no sweat, take these three games. Georgia did the smart thing. They canceled on Western Carolina on their Tuesday game, so Georgia kept their RPI about as high as you could get it. Uh, but yeah, Portland RPI is 108 and Western Carolina 197. So I did classify Portland as an RPI quad four, which is uh, incorrect. They are quad three, which is basically quad one is rank one through 50. Quad two is 51 through 100. Quad three is 101 to 150. And then quad four is 151 plus. So let's see here. What was that Thursday game for the Beavers? It was the one right with... There was some sort of a holiday there, which is why they bumped all of the games up. But I think it actually didn't even end up mattering. I think it got rained out. So maybe this will be the first time that the Beavers are starting their weekend a bit early. And that will give them a couple days off of rest before going into the Pac-12 tournament. Which uh, will begin on May 23rd. So season will wrap up. I'm assuming all of the conference games are going to be Thursday through Sunday or excuse me, Thursday to Saturday, which would have that uh, wrapping up on the 20th and then give a couple days off, a, a day to travel down to Scottsdale, get situated, and uh, and then go from there, the 23rd to the 27th. So if you're a Pac-12 baseball fan, we'll have day baseball going on all day long every day, and then uh, that last one, I'm sure, will be ESPN, those championship games. How it looks like it's going to be three games a day. And then, like I said, that one, the two, and the three seed all getting an additional day off. Kind of funny enough, on the on the back end of things, and obviously it's tricky, but they have to earn it. If, uh, if one of those seven, eight, or nine seeds can win their first two games and win their pool, uh, now they get a day off before we go into the semifinals. So I guess that is the one kind of thing, is that with these top three seeds, you're playing four days in a row if you make it, three days in a row if you win your pool. So almost those uh, those seven, eight, nine seeds, besides the tougher competition, don't look too bad. Or if you can win two games in two days, you get a day off, and then you get two more games in two more days, um, which might be the way to go about it. And this is something that we could certainly see the Pac-12. I mean, we've mentioned it all year, and um, it is tight there. It's not to act like UCLA can't go on a run here of the seventh seed. The eighth seed, even with, um, I think that's Washington State. So I don't know about Washington State if they can pull off a run like that, especially over uh, if they're the eighth seed playing the two. And then I, I don't think Cal or Arizona, no matter who wins that series this weekend, could quite go up and, and beat Stanford and then whoever else they have on their, their schedule. I think it'd be Arizona State. That's a, that's a tall task. But... It looks good. I like how it's how it's organized. We'll have a Pac-12 championship 
um, a week after the season concludes. So a seven o'clock first pitch on May 27th. I'm assuming since that is a seven o'clocker, uh, that it will be at least ESPNU, if not ESPN2 or something like that. Get to that point of the year where most of these games now will kind of switch over to the national broadcasting, which for those of you trying to watch the Beavers game last night is probably much welcomed news. Uh, I was unable to watch, but uh, saw, got back on Twitter and saw that a lot of folks uh, were getting complaints of the, the broadcast feed getting cut out in the middle of action, whether it was the bases loaded or, or things of that sort, which as someone on Twitter mentioned, and I think most of those Pac-12 fans feel the same way, that's why... A CW deal doesn't even sound the worst to us anymore. It's uh, the production value and the production quality of the Pac-12 network is abysmal and something that, in hindsight, was a good idea, um, but maybe needed a little bit more fine-tuning before things were rolled out. Um, Larry Scott was, uh, he had set up a network for tennis in the past. It had worked really well. My best guess is that some of those tennis venues are a little bit more well-equipped and there's a little bit more of a demand for analysts and broadcasters and play-by-play for international tennis than there is for Pac-12 football and baseball. So could have worked, didn't work, obviously, and now they're left in the media deal, which I think I might cover on Tuesday's episode. I'm still kind of deciding if I want to do a... Uh, no, well, my kid, and that'll probably be a Pac-12 tournament preview um, just because that will be the first day before, and that'll be the first day things get going. That is the first day of the tournament is Tuesday. Um, so hopefully the Beavs won't have a game that day and we can preview their pool and see strengths, weaknesses, and how we feel about it. Um, and then Thursday will be kind of a day one. Maybe we'll push it and do a Friday episode just to see wrap up pool play and and take a look at things there. Once we hit into the offseason, um, I'm sure things will slow down a bit. I'll probably drop to one a week just to kind of get back on content and not just talk mindlessly about things. Hopefully get more people in the booth and do some more interviews and things of that sort. And then, of course, we'll do a media rights episode, probably talking about just what is going on, what it looks like before a deal happens, or who knows, a deal could strike at any minute. Uh, so maybe it'll just be a recap. And then the much-anticipated Larry Scott and Follow the Pac-12 episode will have to be made here eventually. But I'm going to put a lot of uh, curation into that one with multiple interviews. And uh, that might be a, a couple-parter that we have to end up rolling out here. But might keep this one pretty short today just because, like I said, that Western Carolina series, there's not much to preview there. Um, I know the last time I said that was the Utah series and they dropped the Friday game. But um, I think that is one that we don't necessarily have to worry about this time around. Western Carolina, not nearly the opponent that Utah is, even though Utah is not playing very well. Western Carolina is coming off a series win over the Citadel and a series loss to Samford. So kind of up and down for them. They total as a team, they have a losing record. They're 21 and 29, 8 and 12 in the conference and they are playing in the SOCON conference. So this is one you would expect the Beavers to win, need the Beavers to win. Hopefully it's a, a nice weekend out at Goss, and the, and the stands can be packed out there. As for what looks like the last couple home games of the year for Goss, 
It's not going to stop me from putting in my ticket request for uh, regional or super regional tickets. Um, however, I think some things will need to fall for, for that to happen. So let's see, that's about all I can think of for getting going today. Um, I'll be watching intently on the weekend series. Again, if you want to follow along scoreboard watching at home, the situation and things that we need to fall for Oregon State to take the two seed is you would need USC to lose at least one game this weekend. They need to tie us in conference standings at 18 and 12. Oregon State holds a tiebreaker there after winning the series down in LA. And we need Washington to only take one of two. That will give the Beavers the two seed. If USC again doesn't sweep, only wins two of three and Oregon State stays where they're at, obviously, and Washington wins two, then the Beavers will be sitting at the three seed. So ideally, Washington loses their series. USC just doesn't get a sweep. Uh, as soon as Arizona takes one game from USC, we can all breathe a little lighter, um, and then Oregon State will be assured one of those days off there to start the week and wait until Wednesday. But the Pac-12, you never know exactly what's going to happen. Washington is at home versus USC is down on the road in Tucson. So I expect a shootout in the USC and Arizona series, and I don't know what to expect from this Cal-Washington series, but I think Cal is going to try and make it ugly and try and sneak a couple wins in here and there, which we would love to see. Both of those teams are playing for a chance to even make it to uh, Scottsdale for the Pac-12 tournament. Arizona holds a tiebreaker there, so... No matter what, if Arizona can at least win two and Cal can uh, not get the sweep, it will be Arizona staying home and making a short hour, two-hour trip to Scottsdale. But California would love nothing more than to spoil that this weekend and take the series from the Huskies. That will officially wrap it up now for me. Uh, follow along on Twitter this weekend as I will be doing my best to keep an eye on those scores around the Pac-12 and, and keeping everybody updated I'm working on Friday and Saturday, so doing a little uh, verbal meme, that SpongeBob meme where he's reading two books and his eyes are going in two different directions. That might be what I've got going on uh, on Friday. Saturday, Sunday will be a day full of watching scoreboards and multi-streams going and trying to figure out where all these dominoes are going to fall here uh, when it's all said and done. So thank you again. Follow along on Twitter at BeavermanBeatPod. Uh, and I will be keeping this as up-to-date as I can on those scores here as well as following along with our Beavers, of course, who look to have a good weekend and close it out on a good note. Thank you again for listening. Please continue to share with your friends and fellow Beaver fans. I will talk to you all Tuesday as we will have an official pool to look at and break down and get ready for the kickoff of the baseball postseason, which hopefully is a long ride that doesn't end until late June. Um, all right. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good weekend and go Beavers.